This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, Patch 2.0.1 Community Roundtable. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Welcome to Shattered Soulstone's Community Roundtable for Patch 2.0.1. It's finally here, folks, and boy... Am I hungover? So you'll you'll have to bear with me a little bit. <laughs> had had a little bit too much fun playing Diablo three last night. So yeah. So I will go around the room and introduce everybody who is on the call at the moment. Uh, we'll just go straight down the list. Joining me is Ninepad. Ninepad, hey, how are you? I'm doing well. And how are you enjoying enjoying the patch so far? I am having a blast with it. That's good to hear. I love hearing that. And one of my co-joeys is here. Brasia, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Just glad to be back and having a fun time playing 2.0.1, whatever it's called. 2.0.1, whatever it is. (laughs) Yeah, I need a drink more. (laughs) And also on the call is Cyberwolf. How are you enjoying the patch? Loving it. It's a blast, both hard and softcore. Yeah, it's a blast when you make... Never mind, I was going to make some innuendo there. Um, And Jesse's here, but he's kind of indisposed at the moment, so he may pop in and, uh, you know, interrupt somebody while they're talking, because that's what Jesse likes to do. What? Hey, I'm here. What's going on, guys? (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I I knew knew that would prompt it. (laughs) How are you... Have you spent any time in the patch? Uh, these last three days, two or three days, I've, I've played a fair amount. Got a couple of Paragon levels, so that's good. Trying to I, move forward. I, I imagine when I see you online and it's almost inevitably in Hearthstone, I imagine that's not actually you. Yeah, no, my daughter plays. Yeah, uh, all day during the day. So if it's like during normal working hours, it's definitely not me. Yeah, that's what I figured. But we do have JC Monkey in the house. How are you enjoying the patch? Eh, could be better. Bring on adventure mode. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, adventure mode is definitely something that uh, I am sorely missing at the moment. But rounding out our roundtable tonight, um, how many more times can I say round? Uh, Scanline, how are you? I, I'm glad to see you're back in playing hardcore again. <laughs> That's really funny because I'm playing softcore. Um, I've actually <laughs> only been playing softcore, except for last night with Ninepad. I've been playing softcore exclusively, um, leveling a monk from, well, 0 to 55, and it's been awesome. I love it. Um, I hung up my witch doctor mask and decided to play some oh. other characters I am, once. I am now, I'm now very happy. <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> well, no, but he's playing the shaking monk, so it's all good. Shaking monk. Oh, yeah. Need the shakes. Shake a, shake a, shake a. <laughs> so... What, what, what would you say is the largest thing that? that well, okay, loot 2.0. What, what are your guys' opinions on loot 2.0 so far that you've experienced? Okay, I guess I'll have to uh, direct traffic a little bit here. Ninepad, what, what do you think about loot 2.0? Um, 
Found a lot of great items. How about how do you feel about the whole primary and secondary stats? Um, I'm fine with it. I like it. And have have you been finding upgrades? Uh, yeah, quite often. Found a couple upgrades just a few minutes ago. I'm leveling a demon hunter on hardcore right now. I don't like the fact that Jailer causes damage because it hurts. <laughs> yes, that's another that's another major change. All almost every affix can now cause damage, which is scary. <laughs> especially yeah. when especially when you get jailed and then you have a frozen pop up right next to you and then you're taking constant damage. In, in and until it you... does a lot of damage too. Yeah. That's not it's not just a little bit, it's it's a decent amount of damage. Yeah, so, Brazia, I, I know that you've been finding some good stuff. Um, how does Loot 2.0 feel as uh, at level 60 as opposed to, um, well, I don't think you got up to level 70 in in the beta, but how, how does it feel right now? It feels pretty awesome for me, because I've, um, I've got all my characters up to 60 just before the patch dropped, but I never really played the end game that much, because I just did not like keep grinding and not getting anything. And now it feels like I'm getting something every single time I play the game. If like as long as I'm playing for like a half hour to an hour, I'm finding something, and not always a, a direct upgrade. It could be a side grade. So at least it's making me have some choices when I go out to actually look at the gear and not just throw it away right away. Mm-hmm. So I'm really enjoying this a lot. Well, I'm yeah. I've been finding lots of good stuff. Um, Cyberwolf, what 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 are your opinions on the whole loot 2.0 thing? Love it, especially since I just found yet another legendary, and uh, pools of reflection are very tasty. They are until you get gibbed by the Act 2 keyboard and... <laughs> that guy's dangerous, man. Yeah, I've, I've killed myself because of his little spinny reflection so many times. It's so frustrating. So very frustrating. Have have any well? A couple of you are leveling low level characters. Scanline. Now, are you doing that? Just um, are you doing that solo, or how how are you leveling? Well, um, doing it solo and uh, haven't gotten power leveled or anything. And part of it is, uh, you know, when I started playing Diablo, doing soft core, and I leveled a barbarian. Then I moved to hardcore, and I spent a year playing the witch doctor, and I felt like there was so much talk about the expansion coming out I just felt like I wanted to wait level all the other characters and and not do the whole auction house thing and the whole like normal hell um, inferno kind of leveling and this has just been a lot more fun like I'm I'm in act 4 I'm level 56 now so I haven't been going through the content over and over again and it's it's been regular updates and the 50s are slow but uh I'm really enjoying it, and and I feel like I still have the rest of the monk to learn how to play the wizard, the demon hunter, and then and then the crusader when that comes out. So I have a lot of game left to experience. Mm-hmm. Now, how many legendaries have you found on your way up? Mm, that's a good question. Maybe eight to ten. I just found a puzzle right. ring, so I've got a little goblin following me around, and. and- what what difficulty setting are you running at, or have you been adjusting it as you've gone along, depending on your gear? Yeah, I started because I had a hellfire ring, so you know I was zero zero to twenty, 
uh, 1 to 20, it was like Torment 1, and it's just gone down progressively uh, to hard right now. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I I was um, leveling a Crusader on the beta, and at first I tried doing um, Torment 6. <laughs> That was that was not that was not a good idea. Not not with a completely untwinked character. Nope, doesn't work. Even if you have a bunch of paragon points to uh, distribute, <laughs> I was like, oh, I need gear. <laughs> and then once I started getting gear, then it got substantially easier. But uh, Jamie, how how has your experience been? Uh, I mean, leveling is 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 boring now, but. I used to do it, okay, I used to be one of the guys like, okay, let's do Torment 1 or the highest difficulty because you get the most experience points. But now it's like I've leveled so many characters, I'm like burnt out, and it's like, okay, I just want to get through this content as fast as possible and then, you know, just start grinding out the levels and it's like, ugh, it's so slow. Mm-hmm. But with that said, I mean, grinding like level 60 stuff, it's not bad. I mean, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't. Um, I, I I haven't tried a new character yet. I I've been toying with the idea of jumping back into hardcore, and I just haven't done that yet. I, Dude, I, I think it's because uh, when when you get three legendaries to drop within you know twenty twenty five minutes, it just it it just keeps you going. It's like that carrot is like right in front of your face, and you nibble at it a little bit and. Then, uh, then you go through these droughts where you're like, hmm, it's been 45 minutes. I haven't seen a legendary. What the heck? To the forums. <laughs> yeah, to the forums. Let us QQ. But, um, so here's my opinion on everything. Um, at, at, well, not everything. Just on Loot 2.0 and leveling. Well, not leveling. I like it a lot. I think there's still... Well, let, let me toss this idea out there. Um, with the whole primary and secondary system, and, uh, I mean, we're, we don't have enchanting just yet, which will be coming in the expansion. Uh, the There's too many primary stats, and the trifecta of stats are still far too powerful, in my opinion. When, when you have critical hit chance and critical hit damage, you know, just working in tandem together, it... You basically makes everything else not as great. Great. So here's my idea, and I've seen this tossed out number of times. What if they took critical hit damage as a stat out of the game? Anybody? What would you replace it with to to use? Nothing. Would critical hit damage and critical hit chance be gone? No, critical hit chance would still remain, but oh, critical just take hit the damage da- off. Okay, I got you. Right. So that all criticals always did the they, flat, yeah. Rate. They, they would always be 150 percent damage okay. or 200 percent damage, what, whatever they decide to make that number. But you wouldn't be able to adjust it. Well, then you would still be going after max crit chance, and then. Uh, but it wouldn't be so powerful because you would be multiplying it off of the, the crit hit damage. It's like 500 percent, so that would make yeah. you know. Yeah, but it, it, the floor would still be max crit, uh, max crit chance, and max attack speed, and whatever you know. What I mean, so it wouldn't be a, a quadfecta or a trifecta; it'd be a duafecta, whatever you want to call that. <laughs> a bifecta. A bifecta. There you, there you go. Yeah. Well, here's my here's my reasoning. If you take critical hit damage out of it, um, sockets in weapons become well. 
green emeralds would have to do something else obviously if you were to remove critical hit damage but it just it it would make so many other things like it would pull that you know that crazy parabolic curve that just keeps going up and up as you increase your critical hit chance and damage uh, i mean the, it just it becomes exponential the your damage increase so if you take I think... yes go ahead. I... no go ahead no, cyberwolf i was just going to say it would also allow blizzard to reinstitute things like crushing blow uh to, to even create more affixes that give us more variety of gameplay without being so beholden to you gotta have crit chance, you gotta have crit damage, you must have so much attack speed to, to buff the two of those. Right. So what you're saying, Nevik, is you wanna go back to more flat damage and less percent damage. Essentially, because like like I said, it just it Critical hit damage and critical hit chance still rule the roost in in terms of stats that are absolutely mandatory. Now, on top of that, um, if we're talking weapons, you also have to have a socket. I mean, that's a weapon without a socket is worthless. And then you need your main stat. So there's your four right there. Well, actually, critical hit chance can't roll on a weapon. What am I thinking? But I I mean that that leaves you with one primary stat one you know, on the weapon and that's just that it's just i i don't know it there's here's, here's a question uh you know last night i was rolling um uh or crafting uh with paul last night and i got some upgrades uh and some of those upgrades i mean were my gloves and um, my bracers, which, you know, on my hardcore witch doctor were, were pretty maxed out. Um, but they, those rolls that I got that were upgrades had less crit chance and some had no crit damage, but they were upgrades because of the higher main stats that were, that roll now. Um, and, and, you know, I had to get over like almost like a psychological block of like, no, Yes, I'm seeing all green, but I'm I'm not getting the max crit chance and damage, so it might not be worthwhile. You know, so it, it's a it's really hard to let go of that. But I'm wondering if anybody else is like seeing upgrades that haven't conformed to the crit chance damage. Yeah, yeah, I have uh, on my yeah, uh, hardcore witch doctor. I've got or not witch doctor the wizard. I've got uh, a helmet that gives me uh, arcane damage increase. Plus, I got a. Uh, uh, um, amulet that gives me like 25%, so I've got like 40% crit damage, or not crit damage, regular damage added to arcane sp uh, skills. So I got 60% uh, or no, 60k base DPS. I'm hitting for like a, over 100k with the arcane skills. So that kind of is a somewhat replacement, I think. Yeah, and, yeah. and if when ROS comes out, you're going to see that. I mean, I didn't, I wasn't in the beta, but you see that a lot more, right? You see a diversity of of, of stats because um, you're going higher on the on the main stats and to level seventy, and lower on crit chance and damage. I mean, Nevik, did you see that when you were in the beta? Um, yeah, for the most part. I mean, the. It, it seems like, um, I mean, I, I haven't spent enough time with 2.0.1 
to get a, a really good feel on it in terms of um, the how how different loot feels. The problem is at level 60 because um, you know I, I'm still wearing really good legacy gear. It's I I've barely found any any um, loot upgrades. And one one thing that I've noticed for sure is that rare weapons are complete junk nowadays. I, mean, I don't know about I've that. I found quite a few upgrades actually on rare weapons. I'll Real. say this. If your gear is MP5 or less, you're going to find upgrades now. Mm-hmm. If it's MP6 or greater, you're probably not going to find upgrades now. Yeah, that that's my problem. Because, I, I mean, just the damage ranges that I, I've been seeing on rolling on one-handed weapons, they're, they're just... They're nowhere near close to my Echoing Fury, because my Echoing Fury is like at 1,200 DPS. Alright, the Act 3 Key Warden is... <clears throat> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so I, I've noticed that that um, the it's more or less by design that they they want you know a, a legendary to be you know superior to rare weapons, but at some point it's like rare. You 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 get past needing rares, and once once Reaper of Souls comes out, which may, we we should stay focused more on patch 2.0 but just to bring just to um make my point is that once once you pretty much get best in slot with your rares and then you enchant them it gets really hard to find upgrades other than legendaries which you know is more or less by design but still it there was always this hope in chocolate that you know rares could still vanilla chocolate <laughs> Tapioca, strawberry, <laughs> mocha. <laughs> that that you could still find a rare, and it could be better than you know, as as long shot of that. What would be that you could find a rare weapon and have it be better than your legendary, you know? And I just it, like I said, I have we haven't spent enough time with two point oh point one and loot two point oh to really get a good feel for that, um, and. In all honesty, it really won't matter because Reaper of Souls is less than a month away now. So I tell you what, though, for anyone who's playing softcore, who's who's had all this Uber gear and they're not impressed with the patch, the best thing I could tell recommend to them: take all your, strip all your gear, set it aside, go to the vendor in, in New Tristram, buy blues, and start from there in normal. The game will feel absolutely different in terms of finding loot. Mm-hmm. I have to agree. Just, just uh, you know, and and that's because I've been leveling a new character, and uh, it's totally amazing. The whole progression of the game, the loot progression, the loot structure is is more complex and more rewarding, and and an even curve. Um, right. Here, here's a perfect example. I just killed the Act One Key Warden, and he dropped a one-handed sword, legendary, Blackguard, and it, it, if it had rolled with a socket, it would be miles better than my Echoing Fury. How disappointing! I'll, I'll have to wait until the Enchantress comes, and then I'll have to um, hope that uh, I can enchant a socket onto it. <laughs> It's a two-hander. Oh, it is a two-hander. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> ah. 
Rerolls. <laughs> I got I got so excited there for a second. I was like, oh hey, it's a sword. I didn't even I didn't even notice that it was two hander. Wow. Complete fail on my part. But that's but that's, but that's more to <laughs> the point. For everyone who's who's bitching about two handers, when you're starting off with 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 fresh blues like I suggested, two handers are viable. Now, granted at end game, probably not, but you know, by the time you start finding end game gear You've you've gone through so many cycles that uh, it it doesn't feel like a, a, a losing situation. Right. Yeah, but this isn't this isn't real end game because we got the other levels closed off. This is probably exactly what it's going to feel like come Reaper of Souls when you're level sixty or whatever. Because it's the same thing. I think implicit in Cyberwolf's comments are we need a ladder. <laughs> oh, the thing you climb and stuff? Is yeah. that what you're talking about? It has rungs on it, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> now, let, let, let's, let's just take Josh at having fun with those comments. <laughs> you he know what? If, if, there was, if there was more content at BlizzCon, I, that would have been fun. But because there was like a lack of content that they left for Diablo 3, no, we're going to pick on him for fun. He's a new Jay Wilson. Oh, no, no, no. Yes, no, yes. It's not that bad, even oh, though they still <laughs> doubled something. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yes, we uh, that voice that you just heard is Dread. He joined us from the Grind EXP site. And uh, soon... Actually, you, you did release Scython Shield, right? Oh. See, I knew I was going to get picked on. Yeah, episode zero is finally out. It's going to be every two weeks from this point going forward. <laughs> so, um, Dredd, what what do you think about Loot 2.0 so far? What has what have your experiences been like? Um, actually, I did play about a good, well, including today, about a good eight hours so far. And it's been good. I mean, the loot, I mean, I know I'm not going to find an upgrade or anything like that for me personally. Hold on one second. Okay. <laughs> it's a very important phone call. Thank you. But um yeah, I I I think so far, I mean I, I've I have been finding upgrades for my, my other characters. In fact actually I found a, a helmet that if had it rolled with um uh, what what did it roll with? I'm trying to remember. Do I still have it in my inventory? No I don't. But um all right, it, sorry, I'm back. It, it had it had 500 intelligence on it, and it was my my papered all damage, you know, my my sheet damage went up significantly with it. Now I haven't worn it because it would drop my critical hit chance, and I absolutely need critical hit because it's just you know it's so good. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess to kind of briefly do it. Um, my experiences are, it's good. I mean, I did well with the itemization. I mean, I knew that we knew that in friends and family, uh, beta, and then the subsequent patches after that. Even though weapon damage went down by a third, and legendary stat rules went down by about the same amount. Um, it's a lot more stabilized. It's not so wonky where you can get a rare or a legendary that has, like, complete meaningless stats versus another one. Um, the 4-2 system... It's done kind of right. It's almost there. Uh, just my kind of biggest grievance, I think it's already been touched on, is you're going to reach a point where you reach rare bloat 
where you're gonna get this you're gonna get the max level you're gonna rare out through the gambling merchant you're going to basically have the best rares and it's gonna get really difficult to upgrade even with the legendaries as they are because you have to make sure it first of all has four primaries and two secondaries and has the decent has decent three primaries and one that you can re-roll and do something else um but some of the items and weapons don't even roll with four primaries sometimes you'll see two or three or whatever and i feel that shouldn't be that way if they're gonna have a four two system it needs to be four two every time because junk with four two is still junk with three two but at least you can take something that's four two re-roll with something and you can make it something somewhat more meaningful uh to wear and it gives you better options, but I think on a whole they did a lot better with itemization and the smart drops and how all that is working uh, in general. Yeah, yeah I, I have to agree with Dread. Uh, the The options that show up in the two category just they're they're absolutely throwaway. They really don't feel like they have almost enough value. Yeah, I'm trying to remember um, somebody on the forums, and I think Sippo himself uh, was mentioning that if you're going to have secondary stats, you you, you got to make them worthwhile. You know, they they got to be better than they they have to be they have to be worth that for them to be on. Otherwise, they are worthless, just as as you know they are currently. Yeah, and. I think, okay, I could be screwing this entirely up, but specifically for monks with uh, basically uh, the resist one, that one with all, or... Uh, yeah, was, I, monks almost actually don't, if you do it right, you can almost use your secondaries, because if you go for, say, like a poison monk, I think the secondaries give you more single resist than all resist. So if you try to ignore the all resist and just get the single resist you can actually get more all res you can get more all resist through the passive that way and get ahead on the damage and the stack curve that way the last time i looked and heard about that yeah what now it, this isn't patch 2.0 related but how would you feel if you could enchant both your primary and your secondary do you think that might make secondaries a little more um, interesting? Like, it, even if they didn't allow you to, um, like, like let, let's say they didn't change the secondary attribute ranges at all. They, they just left them where they are, but you allowed you to re-roll a primary and a secondary. Would that make uh, everybody play monks then? Because you can re-roll everything to a, a certain uh, single elemental attribute, like resistance? Well, it would certainly make gearing for monks a lot simpler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They would, Blizzard would then truly have to address the one with everything passive, though. It would force them to either en enact a rule where if you have a single resist in your secondary, you absolutely cannot have all resist in your primary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, my thing on secondary, on... Uh, that whole thing about chanting a secondary primary is there's a couple things I still feel, even though ROS is shipping up to be a much more solid game compared to Diablo 3, there's a couple of things in Reaper's Souls I feel they went halfway and then they stopped, and this is one of them. Like, we can enchant primaries, 
but we can't chance secondaries. But if secondaries are so important that you put them in a, in a group of the, all themselves, and we're supposed to look for those secondaries and actually try to build them into our character, yet we can't chant them, you're sending us mixed signals as the player. You're saying they're so important, we put them in a second category so they don't interfere with the primaries, so you don't have to worry about it. But we're not going to let you enchant them, so whatever you get, you get. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's a little weird. It sounds like they went halfway. I, I'm, I'm not sure what the best answer is. I mean, it would be nice if they made secondary stats um, you know, meaningful to the point where uh, you actually did care about them instead of them being throwaway. But I guess that kind of fits in with, you know, they're secondary. You know, they're, they're just, they're just, they're fluff. They're essentially fluff. Actually, I, I, I just had a thought. What if instead of you had primary secondary, what if they just did it simply damage, in, damage category and healing category? So they never interfere? Yeah, then where would we have pickup radius at? That that would be tertiary. Also, <laughs> the, the the third useless category now. That, <laughs> so now now it's two thirds. Uh... Yep. Well, well they, they, I mean, they, they could did throw it back to Paragon points. <laughs> yeah. They they did they did nerf the 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 living crap out of pickup radius. So, although my uh, my my maligned witch doctor has a pickup radius of thirty nine yards. So, it's like, I, I don't ever see gold drop to the ground with, with that character. Yeah, but what's that going to be come level 70? Who knows? Is it going to be like five yards? <laughs> it could be interesting, maybe, if Blizzard can can do something else, whether it's with skill or uh, itemization on gear that will actually make you want additional gold radius. Maybe it has extra effects on uh, damage radius. I mean, it's just an idea. That 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 is an interesting idea. Um, I mean, we we have the uh, what, what what is it called? Is it called bonus damage now? Because originally it was splash damage. Yeah, uh, area, area, damage. area damage. damage. That's what it is. Yeah, it that would um if you were able to increase the area damage range that would make area damage a lot more um a lot more well, you, attractive you can't you can in paragon that that increases the damage it does not the radius oh okay yeah because that, that would just be kind of unique because it would apply to area damage and it would also apply to any of your aoe abilities as well man imagine having like a 60 yard blizzard <laughs> well it, See that, yeah that, that kind of begs the question, though, is like, what is area damage now? Is it like a full circle around you, or is this is like this forty-five degree ahead of you? Is that area damage too? Like uh, with the barbs uh, seismic slam, where you're doing like area damage in front of you, does that consider it in that category? No, area damage is defined as what you're hitting. There is a radius around the target you're hitting that you always get twenty percent chance to to execute. An extra percentage amount of damage, right? And so the area, so the area damage in your paragon points that doesn't go against your skills. It go, it goes against that extra asphyx on items and what you're saying. Yes. Well, that's kind of dumb then, because it limits it. Yeah. So it's 
Now, I, I'm hovering over my area damage, and currently it's at 0% chance. <laughs> but um, it's uh, all attacks have, this is baseline, 20% chance to also deal 0% of the damage to enemies within 10 yards. So, and that 20%, 0%, and 10, they're all in green. So that must mean they must, you must be able to affect them in some way. So, I, I haven't experimented with area damage. I, I've heard that it's um, from people who did experiment with it in the beta that it is woefully underwhelming. So, um, it, that, that's something that can be looked at later on, I hope. I was under the impression that it affected skills uh, and whatnot, but if it doesn't, then hey, I'm not using it. Well, no, it's, it's a flat 20%. How it affects skills, though, is if it makes a single target skill a little bit more viable. Right, for those clusters. But 10 yards is pretty... It, at least it is 10. <laughs> I, at first I thought it was 4. I'm glad I, I took a look at it. Because it really... When, when I did have a few pieces of gear with it, um, it, it didn't really feel like it was doing anything. Well, I, I, like right now on the barb, overpower is like nine yards, and that's not a lot. That's not far. I mean, you have, it's just, I, that's why I'm not using overpower, because it's not a big radius. Right. So, well, let, let's let's move into talking about Paragon points. Um, the new Paragon systems in, in place, um, what, 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 do you th what do you think about the new Paragon system, Dread? Or okay, let's go with nine pad. Nine pad, what what do you think about? Yeah, um, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm glad they boosted the amount of XP that you're getting and made it easier to gain experience. Um, how how have you been distributing your points? Uh, I've actually been changing it up as I go along. Like when I'm rolling a character, I'll start off with all vitality, and then as I go along and I need more damage, I'll switch it over to damage when I get gear that gives me more life. So I've been I've been changing it around quite a lot. Somebody else jump in. How how do you feel with the the ability to change your paragon points? Do do you like the ability that the uh, the non permanence of the paragon points? Well, it's good to give you some customization, obviously. You know. Yeah, I think it's awesome because it does allow you to take things like. Finding a excellent pair of boots that don't have movement speed on them, and go. All right, I really love these boots. I'll, I'll, I'll respect my Paragon points into movement speed instead of Dex or Vitality or whatever, just because I still want my movement speed. But these are awesome boots. I yeah. have to say that I do find some of the stats a bit underwhelming. I mean, and and to the your, you know, your point about. Uh, crit chance and damage. I mean, certainly if you have your Paragon, max Paragon points for the, those those stats, I mean, it's nice, but um, you know, that incremental change on the, like, say, crit chance is, is, is pretty underwhelming. That said, like, I find some some skills within the Paragon point structure really valuable, especially when you're leveling uh, and others kind of underwhelming, but you know, so it's a mixed bag. I, I agree with Paul, though. I mean, now that the XP games are a lot faster, it's 
it, 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 it's a little more viable as you know as a as a as a system. Well, you also have to take into account that I'm talking about the Paragon points, and I have 144 Paragon. So right. when I put the points in there, it makes a pretty decent difference. So if you just have a few Paragon levels, then yeah, it would be very underwhelming. Uh, my standpoint on Paragon points is they've been a st- they've always been a stat a stat filler. Like I've always seen it as a uh, stat gap filler. Same thing with the Mystic. I mean, they're what they're trying to do with, with the Mystic and Paragon points is that they're trying to give players options to what Cyberwolf just said. You get an awesome piece of gear, but it's minus say two critical. Uh, hit percent uh, versus what you just put in. So you go to your Paragon points, you give yourself that 2% so you don't drop it from somewhere else, and you put on a new piece of gear. Problem solved. You didn't have that before. Or you go to the Mystic, and if it's 8 and you want to try to get Maxwell all the way to 10, you get it to 10, and again, no problem. So that's the way I've always viewed the Mystic and Paragon points. And with the para- with the experience uh, gains increase, I'll say Paragon uh, experience gain at all compared to Rewards and Friends and Family and Beta. Um, like light years ahead, I would say. Uh, it It's more or less just a matter of time. I mean, that's all this game really boils down to. It's just a matter of time. So if you're, you're going to put in hours, like even two hours a day, after a solid year, you'll be 800, roughly if not more, if you do the math. So you'll max out everything on the tabs. It's just a matter of how long. Speaking of the tabs, I don't like the fact that it's mod 4. I want to be able to put my points into whatever I want when I get a level. Yeah, I, I'm I'm still not too keen on the whole round-robin um, st- point allocation, but at least the levels come fast now. So. It, it's... <laughs> Time sink. That's all it is. I mean, really, if they let you allocate it, like, what would you do first? You put everything into the most important things, critical hit damage, crit chance, uh, and attack speed, and then you go into movement speed, and um, and then you go into, like, all resist, the life percentage, and then you go to, like, the base stats, like, it, 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 the way they're doing it now, it kind of forces you. Yes, this is true. And actually, it, it, it might even be more of a de- um, a detraction um, you know it might not keep you motivated if uh, if you max out your your damage dealing skills your attributes and then you don't have anything else to work for except for you know those bonus stats you'd be like oh well it's it's not so great now so it feels too big brothery, like, we know that every other level you want to put a point in something else. You know what I mean? It's like, no, I want to put it in one thing. Well, the idea is that you're gaining survivability at the same time that you're gaming, gaining damage. So you're not just stuffing it all into damage and then I want just that getting one-shot the but entire I, time. But I want that choice, though. And you, I if, can and agree if, with If you. you're getting one-shotted, it's not because of Paragon points. It's because of your <clears> gear. Yeah. Yeah, so let, let's talk about class changes. Um... I, I'm going to let you guys just go ahead and riff off of each other because I have to go... My, my son woke up screaming, so... so somebody start off. I'll quickly jump awesome. in because I'm going to have to leave here in just a second, too. Uh, I, I like a lot of the class changes, but I miss the... You know, when I first dove back in, I was a little bummed because my two favorite 
uh, builds were gone, which was the permanent wrath, spin to win, and then uh, permanent archon. I was like, oh man, but as I fooled around, I really found some good builds, enjoyed them. I've only played the wizard really so far, and I I've enjoyed it. I like the, the fact that they're putting the, a lot more focus on the elemental stuff too, on the on the items and the skills. So that kind of seems like it'll be a good synergy um, once you're able to kind of decide what what elemental build you want to make. I'm doing like a lightning wizard right now, and it's it's been really fun. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm doing uh, lightning and fire for the wizard, but I still have Archon on there, and Archon is the quite essential elite pack champ pack. Killer. Yeah, that's the same thing I'm doing too. You got Archon yeah. just just to get the uh, elite packs. Yeah, and it makes bosses dead too. It's fun. Scanline, what do you think? Uh, well, you know, I I played the Witch Doctor a bit, um, so. The last night, and I definitely did need to change up my build a little because I was doing the Firebats build, which isn't viable in the new system simply because Lifesteal isn't around anymore. And and I'm not going to complain about that because I think that was definitely needed. So I went back to Bears and, and switched some, th some things up. And, you know, there's a lot more. I enjoy it. I mean, there's a lot more movement, you know, into, uh, into playing and and playing elites and you can't just stand there and suck up the life of, of, of the elite pack. Cause I got to a point where I was playing MP six and hardcore and just kind of, you know, doing my thing. And it was, it was getting kind of mindless actually, you know? So it, it was easy and it was, uh, but it was definitely the challenge wasn't there. Now, now it's back <clears throat> and I'm looking forward to experimenting with with more 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 things and especially some of the items i've, I've been picking up uh uh the secondary uh the secondary um stats that are you know make me want to try some different builds yeah i really feel the same way um uh, regarding the barb i a lot of users are complaining about the barb feeling nerfed i love the changes they've made yeah they they killed a couple of overpowered builds but I think now they've they've opened up where we there's there's some possible flexibility in terms of the builds you can play versus what you have to play to succeed. I'll agree with that. You felt like you were being inefficient if you weren't like you know doing that build or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, like in in vanilla, I could have just you know made things more interesting by switching my build up. But you know, I would have had this constant nagging feeling. Uh, I'm not really getting as much out of what I want to get. You know, I'm not killing the elite packs fast enough. I'm not getting as much XP. So now it's uh, now it kind of goes hand in hand, which is really nice. Has yeah, anyone I'm... been playing the Witch Doctor? Oh, I have been. For... <laughs> I ran I one on done. the PTR from like one to sixty, and uh, they totally buffed the crap out of the Witch Doctor. They increased the uh, mana cost on a lot of the skills, but the damage is significant, and it's it's fantastic. Yeah, like Locust Swarm, they increased the mana cost to 300 mana, but it does a 1,000% weapon damage over 6 seconds, I think. It was 6 seconds. Wow. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So I went in and started using my, my bats. I mean, my... Uh, my locust worm like I used to to try and pull stuff to me so I could kill it and they just started dropping off dead I'm like what the heck is going on and I was out of mana all of a sudden I'm like what in the world and then I looked and saw the cost of it was up to 300 mana I'm like okay I better stop spamming this button so much <laughs> didn't they change one of the runes on cloud of, or on the bats that one of them actually doesn't 
take mana? Or yes, is that... that's that's the one that used to be the lifesteal. It's the vampiric, uh, used to be vampiric bats. Uh, now it just doesn't have a channeling cost. So you can sit there and use the bats forever without using any mana. Nice. Or without, without using the channeling mana. It still costs the initial cost, I think. But it doesn't cost anything to channel. Brazia, you were going to say something about Witch Doctor? Yeah, I was. I'm sorry. I got a uh, mumble crash, but yeah, I've been playing it since I started coming back to the game with uh, the patch drop, and I have been having so much fun with it. It's like I actually changed my build just slightly, but it feels like there's so much more power behind it. It feels like I can just kind of jump in the game. doesn't matter what other classes I'm playing with, and it feels like I have a bit more synergy with them than I did before. Like Before to this afternoon even, I jumped in with three friends, one was a monk, one was a um, demon hunter, and the other was a wizard, and then threw myself in there. And we were just ripping through everything. I mean, granted, it was, it was like Torment 2, I think. I mean, well, it was low, but it, before, I would not even run probably more than MP2 or 3, you know, even at an Inferno. And so it just feels like I got more punch to myself, my character. So just, I love it. I really do like it. I'm looking forward to seeing what Reaper of Souls to come kind of, Combine a few other things too. Yeah, I've seen a lot of the videos and streams about the Witch Doctor from Reaper of Souls, and I think there's some stuff coming that's going to be really fun to play with. Anyone yeah. else want to throw something in? Well, they redid the monks' mantras where they have an active state and a passive state, whereas like the active state is a little bit buff, whereas the mantra doesn't go away now. If you have the mantra and your slot. It just stays up all the time, which is a great thing because I'm sick of having to punch like 50 different buttons while I'm playing the game and remember to put these mantras up all the time. Yeah, I found that really, it's really nice. It makes it much easier. You save a little bit of spirit doing that. And uh, there's the one mantra that used to increase the amount of, the, not mantra, the one passive that used to increase the amount of time that your mantra stayed up. Um... They took that part of it off. It still does the sp extra spirit regeneration, but instead of that, it has it reduces the cost of all of your uh, of making the mantra active down to next to nothing. So you can just sit there and spam the heck out of it. So the one that increases the damage every three seconds overall. So you can just sit there and spam that every three th three seconds, and you're never using your spirit really. Yeah, they did it to the Mystic Allies, too. They got a active oh, yeah. and passive state to it. It's pretty cool. Because the one, it's like, uh, it gives you two spirit regeneration per, per like second or whatever, and then when you activate it, it gives you a hundred instant spirit. So if you're doing a Tempest Rush, you definitely want to have that one on there. Because if you run out of spirit, you just like, bam, you're back up to a hundred, and you can keep running again. You don't necessarily even need uh, items anymore to do uh, unlimited Tempest Rush. That's really cool. I was, I've been playing a lot of the Demon Hunter today and uh, looking at the various runes they've changed for the companion skill. There's there's a lot more flexibility now with, with how you can tweak your Demon Hunter with just that one skill. Uh-huh. So like has anybody the... talked about the wizard yet? <laughs> yeah. No, Not we saved it. that for you. <laughs> oh, thanks, guys. So, it is the one class that got the most uh, boosts. I mean, as far as skill diversity. Yeah, the the changes that have that were made to the wizard are just I I, I can't thank Blizzard enough because uh, no longer are we you know the uh, the 
permanent lockdown class or the permanent archon sparkly form class you know th those were pretty much your two viable builds in endgame and now now the wizard has a lot more flexibility um i i love all the elemental s synergies with all the skills um I, I've fallen in love with using uh, like, essentially I'm a machine gun. I use uh, electrocute with a lightning blast, which shoots out the uh, lightning like a you know big long um, stream of electricity, and then uh, using frozen orb and it's just it's so much fun. I love it, and uh, using the uh, familiar with a cannoner um, rune, which uh, turns my little familiar into a essentially my AoE cannon. So, it's, I, I, I love the build. I can't believe I'm actually using Hydra again and liking it. Yeah, nice. I, I've, I've noticed that um, Jage got the uh, wand that allows you to have multiple Hydras out, and then he's, I think he's using the mirror images, and, uh -huh. he, and he floods the screen with Hydras. Holy yeah, crap. but like yeah. two thirds of the hydras don't do like ten percent damage. That's pretty much it. You know? Yeah, it, it's oh. it's visually impactful though. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the I'm using scorch uh, orcane orb and I'm using uh, mammoth hydra. So I just put the hydra. I have to, it, it's a subtle thing you have to do, but you put the hydra behind you, and it shoots uh, everything in front of you, and you're doing the scorches in front of you. So any mobs that run toward you have like three, four, five things of fire they're running over uh, just to get to you, and then you just I just pop electrocute with uh, paralysis, and it just stuns them on top of it and kills them. That's pretty neat. I, I I've been wanting to give fire more of a chance. But um, I lightning's still my thing. Yeah, if you get a cinder uh, cinder cloak to reduce the cost of uh, the scorch, oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah, I want to get the Tal Rasha set. It gives you free meteors. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, my my yeah, that that's good. You mentioned sets because my that's my one concern is like, how long is it going to get a five piece set? How long is it going to take? Do you guys think? I mean. Six months, I, yeah, in yeah. hardcore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and I'm yeah, you're right, Paul. I'm thinking hardcore because it's just um, there's going to be so many items that you know it's going to you're going to have a four four out of five set piece, and you're just going to want that one, and it's going to be, I imagine, a little frustrating to like kind of you know, wait for that to drop. But well, well that's, for all this. For all That's... the set grinders who are looking for their gear, here's a little reminder tip for you. Act 1, bounty bags are where you go for the royal ring of grandeur. Mm-hmm. I was just about to uh, say that. Mm. Yeah, that, that, that will reduce your set requirement by 1, which is nice. Who's to say that's still going to be there, though? They might change that. Yeah, th this is true. They... they... It could, well, yeah, we we don't know. I I never got, never got one of those rings. And actually, um, re, re, Dread, remember back in the Friends and Family when we used mm -hmm. to have the journal and it would tell you what legendaries would come out of the bounty bags. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of missed that. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, not to go off on a tangent, but when uh, there was the playtest and Travis said, now granted, he is a item developer basically designs items and all those stuff that's fine and dandy but 
it rubbed me the wrong way when he just casually said, oh, players can you know, go online and search the fan sites for that kind of stuff. Like, no, that's kind of important, especially like when you use that ring as a prime example of how useful something like that is and know exactly where it is. You know, you, you shouldn't have to go online. It should be in the UI. Yeah, On a complete man. side note tangent, I gotta say, I love hitting escape and looking at a fully rendered version of my character that I can spin around and see just how badass I look. <laughs> it's the little things, right? Even at, little, even at level What's one. What's your most favorite aesthetically pleasing armor? <laughs> but, uh, okay, so let, let's move away from classes and, and um, Shergon and the, uh, you know... The major changes. Let, let's talk about some of the small changes. Um, I mean, we, we've already briefly touched upon pools of reflection. How? What are your opinions on this uh, stay alive bonus? I mean, clearly it's um, kind of just an added thing in hardcore because if you die, that's it anyways. <laughs> um, I love it because it's pools of reflection when you when you think about it. Uh, like I didn't think about it until a couple of days ago when I thought about it. But pools of reflection are essentially nothing but a replacement. They're just they just retweaked it to a survival bonus. Yes. Yeah, and that that's another small change. Um, there there are no more Nephilim Valor stacks. Now now we get Nephilim Yay. Glory. Yay! Yeah, it, it, it's weird. It's. You feel like you're not bound to a route anymore, and with the possible change of uh, skeleton. Right now, I think uh, they may have hotfixed already, but Skeleton King is giving a guaranteed legendary every time you kill him. Uh, they're gonna hotfix it, but uh, according to what was on Diablo fans and everything I read, they're thinking about maybe like either thinking about it or more or basically doing it of adding a guaranteed legendary when you kill Diablo. And so it would incentivize people to go through the campaign and use the uh, quest reset and have it have campaign have more worth to it, especially when ROS comes out and everyone's going to be in adventure mode trying to do gambling. It would actually give, okay, I mean, if I'm going to get a guaranteed legendary, you know, if I'm just doing experience grinding for Paragon, you know, I'll just do campaign. I'm going to get experience. I'm going to do the quest. So I'll get gold and experience that way. So why the hell not? <laughs> So. That guaranteed legendary is not so guaranteed because I've rolled uh, my wizard in hardcore and I've only got legendaries off of maybe two out of the ten that were supposed to drop a legendary. You know, like the act one works fine, but all the other acts, no, you don't get the guaranteed legendaries. Well, it, it, let me be clear. It's a bug now, but they're thinking about actually making it a guaranteed legendary for killing Diablo every single time to incentivize playing through the campaign. That's what they were talking about. Do, but do you think that's actually enough of an incentive? Because I mean, let let's say you know, let's say you can blow through each act in about forty-five minutes, which is pretty pretty difficult. You know, act two especially. But um. I mean, you're you're talking about three hours of investment right there, just to get a guaranteed legendary, and I guarantee that you'll probably have a legendary just drop, in, you know, in the meantime. So that's, that, that, what that's 
what's interesting about that and and what I've noticed in my playstyle as I've been leveling right you know you know I've been getting the, the drops on the on the main bosses but I've been playing through the axe and I'm like okay so I know where I have to go and I you know the the rest of this map I know where exactly where I have to go the rest of the map is like dark but you know what there could be a cursed chest over there and and it's like and, and, and I'm not rushing through the content because there's no need to get to the next act. You, the, the, your, your, your mo- the monsters are scaling with your level. So there's really no point to like, oh, I got to get to the next act. Got to get, you know, with the vanilla, you were just like, oh, can you rush me to, you know, you mean Nightmare? Chocolate, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, chocolate vanilla and <laughs> strawberry. Um, <laughs> Neapolitan. Uh, cream. <laughs> so. The playstyle is totally, it's like, there's no, I mean, like, you basically play where you want, you know, like, um, and, and it's, uh, and so I could see, like, yes, if, if you did play through Act 4 or to get that drop some from Diablo, you also could find a cursed chest along the way and, you know, maybe another drop. It, it's, it's, it, I could see it being kind of fun to do. Yeah, um, if I can just add on quickly, uh, that's been my biggest issue with the D3 development this whole time, is the the guaranteed legendary on Diablo would be the would be the cherry on top of a good Sunday, like uh, the cursed chest, everything like that. It's making the process fun, and having the gear drops and the upgrades be just an added bonus. Because if the process is fun, then you're gonna do it. Uh, Back when for game first came out, the process was horrible, and the, even if you got a good piece of gear, it didn't feel satisfying. So I like what they're doing now, and and, and you know what, Dread? I think it, it, you know obviously people will just try to exploit and you know find the fastest run through the act to get to that drop. But you know you could do something like you have to clear eighty percent of the act, or you have to you know. There, there could be some other requirements along the way to just make sure that that there's no exploiting of that of that sort of thing, because I think mm-hmm. that would be the main concern. Yeah. Here, here's another crazy idea because, um, in my opinion, nobody's going to be doing campaign. Come Reaper of Souls, everybody's going to be doing adventure mode. What? Um, what? What if all what, the what? act bosses had guaranteed legendaries to drop, but you had to start the act from the very beginning? Or, or it would only work if you were to re, uh, reset your quests. I'd be doing a Tempest Rush Monk with the 25% speed boost to give me 60% speed boost, and I'd be rushing on normal and getting freaking legendaries and... Yeah. But you wanted to do it on Torment so you get the better legendaries. Well, with least... Tempest Rush, you don't get high DPS, though. Especially on Act 3 and Act 4, where the shorter acts, yeah, why not? But you wouldn't be stopping... You wouldn't need to stop and kill anything. You just tempest rush right past them and get to the end. Oh yeah, that's true. Okay, well, I, I guess that that kind of um, kind of shows a little bit of a hole from having the guaranteed legendary, especially if they made it prevalent on all the act bosses. So that that's that's a good point taken. So let's move into um, let, let's talk about curse chests. Um, I, I found them a lot more frequently on the beta than I do now. Because <laughs> they got nerfed now. Well, yay, they... cursed chests. That one got nerfed. Not all of them. Well, I don't know, they... man. I went, I went to Act One in the Cathedral level to try and find those again. And I couldn't. I mean, I found them on the PTR, but uh, can't find them in the Cathedral anymore. 
I've been finding quite a few of them and, and, and they've been, they've been just huge XP boosts. And, uh, you know, we did it last night and it got my witch doctor up to a Paragon 100, which was awesome, but, um, definitely random, you know, so you never know where they could pop up. And, um, what, have, have you run into mainly like kill 100 or kill, kill an elite or a champion pack? Um, I've run into, actually, the, the Kill 100, uh, not so much as the waves, uh, uh, Kill 6 waves or 5 waves, um, and, uh, so, yeah, those two, those two mainly. I don't know, I think I, that I've seen the most, like, the chests are the Kill the 100 ones, and the Kill the Shrines, or Cursed Shrines, are the waves, I think, the ones I've been seeing. Oh, is it specific to the chest? Okay. Um, I'm thinking that... But don't quote me because I haven't seen like a chest with the wave event of just a hundred. Maybe uh, maybe the wave event was the uh, the shrine. Um. Ha- have you been having any problems um, from a class standpoint in as to completing these curse chests? Because as a wizard, if you pop Archon, it's pretty much the I win button. Yeah, I played it with a barb and I had a hard time. I think I got eighty three out of a hundred. Just didn't have the AOE stuff, and then I did it with this um, wizard, and I like did 118, you know, so I easily passed 100. Did exactly what you did, started them off, and then when they started like raining down from the ceiling, I popped Archon, I win. For the melee classes, doing those particular types of cursed chests, the you've got to use something that pulls the enemies into you. So the mm-hmm. bar, you have to use the one uh, whirlwind spec, and monks are using the. Uh, what, what's the skill nine pad? Cyclone strike. Gotcha. Uh, it's it's really. Uh, I think there's going to be uh, some really good curse chest builds, you know. So, the, and since there's no nephilim stacks anymore, there's no problem with doing that, you know. And just stand in front of the chest. Okay, I'm going to do my curse chest build and knock it out real fast. And you know, the 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 higher the you know that's going to be really important too, especially in hardcore. The you know higher torments. I got a yep. question: Has anyone done Uber runs recently in the patch, the new patch? I haven't done any. No, um, I I have gotten keys, um, but the the new keys aren't dropping. I can't get keys to drop off of any of the uh, except I got one Act One key to drop. The rest of the acts I cannot get a key to drop. Uh, you have to be on torment, don't you? Yes. Yeah, you and have the to be on torment one. It's not even a hundred if you're up T six. Yeah, it's twenty five percent chance for T one, and then T <laughs> six is a fifty percent chance, I think. Right. Yeah, it's. I, I guess with the uh, nerf to torment six, I guess they figured well, we we, we don't we don't want people to you know get, be able to guarantee that they'll get the keys. So why not? They did with MP ten. Yeah, well, who knows? It, it's something that they might change later down the road. Um, I I do know that uh, that I really like the new Uber battle, but that's Reaper Souls in level seventy, I believe. I believe the new keys only drop at level seventy. So, but uh, touching on the uh, the key farming and the Nephilim Valor sacks, I have to say, not having to get Nephilim Valor is such a benefit to key farming. Yeah. Makes it so easy and fast. Yeah, and it's even better in adventure mode. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I can't wait for that. That'll be spectacular. I was doing some runs on the PTR and 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 had done I was able to do about seven Torment One runs in an hour. Wow. Wow, that's nice. You know what? I, I have a lot of infernal machines. We could do some Ubers later. And... I have like a hundred Ag One ones. <laughs> I have hundred and twenty four <laughs> Ag One keys. <laughs> okay, so um but Let's. Um, I'm trying to think of the last thing that I really want to bring up. Um, is there anything that that has caught your, your like? Is there something that surprised you with the patch that you weren't expecting? Can I go first? Yes. <laughs> Two things that really caught me off guard was my, like my whole plan to up to Reaper of Souls was to like Paragon grind when it was so slow. And then right at the end where they bumped up the XP, I was like, oh, man, like I've done all this grinding, trying to get this second character to Paragon 100. That bummed me out. And the uh, the deal with the Max and the Auction House, I don't know if y'all touched on that because I was kind of away there for a second. But, man, I was really trying to maximize the Auction House here in the last you know month that we have it. I mean, a couple weeks now. And I can't even access the Auction House on my, you know, my home computer because every time I open the Auction House on the Max, it crashes. And it's just, that has really been a bummer. Yeah, I'm hoping that is fixed soon. I read a post today, so they they're aware of it. They're working on it. You know, I, I do too. I hope it's I hope it happens soon. So I really want to try to get my gold up and, and get rid of some stuff and get you know, maybe even what what's gold going for right now on the auction house? Does anybody I think know? It's like four or something. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. I can make a little cash before we close the auction house out. I actually sold some gold. I was selling gold it was a lot selling here immediately. recently. It surprised me because I had tried to sell it before, and you couldn't. Even, you know, it just never got sold. For how but, much? Four dollars uh, or something for for. Uh, when I do it, it was three. It was three eighty something when yeah. I was doing it. Yeah. I don't know what it is now. But I made almost twenty bucks. Nice selling gold. So. Wow. Yep. I want to do that. <laughs> you know, there's not a lot of. Um, um, markets or commodities that uh, double in value within a two or three month time period, which is basically what happened with the gold. I mean, what was it at? Like uh, back in uh, January or December, it was two dollars or under. When got down even lower than that. It was lower than that when uh, last October I made an investment of. I want to say $65 into pure gold and I got myself up to 2 billion mm-hmm. more or less. So that give and that was at the 50 mil per uh per stack. So if you do the math, that's how much I got it for, which is a, which when you buy a lot of gold at one time it's a little bit more than an individual stack. That's just how they it gets calculated with the algorithm. Um so that had to have been like a buck seventy-five, two dollars at the time, and it's basically it, it will most likely triple. It'll probably get to five, six right before the AA shut down. But the uh, the thing the point out is with the auction house and things going up. If you're trying to sell stuff, especially gold, you want to try to put it up no later than like the Wednesday, Thursday before it comes down that that Tuesday, because you're Auctions are at any time, and if you're trying to sell items, you want to make sure you give the items the maximum amount of time 
because otherwise, if you put it up like that Sunday, it'll barely have enough time to be looked at, and you have no idea with all the bugs and glitches happening that the age will even be up. I don't know, I had the sinking suspicion that uh, gold's going to become really cheap towards the end, because everyone's going to start uh, spamming um, to get rid of it at the end, and it's going to get so cheap. I don't know. That's well, I mean, I you can't even buy gold right now. I think everyone's, like, saving it. I don't know. I don't know. No, there's none on the... It's, like, not available. You can't buy it for zero dollars. They have it turned off. Do they now? Yep. Interesting. Really? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, know if that. that's because they're having a, the problem with the auction house and the max, and it would be unfair for them to allow people to do it when others can't, or what the reason is. But, yeah, you can't get gold at all. That would make sense. I mean, um, because you're dealing with uh, U.S. dollars. Yeah. Uh, you're, that's, like, Security and Exchange Commission stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Jamie, contrary, if, the, if people were hoarding it, and basically, if people who want to hoard it, hoard it, and people were going to wait till the last bit of the, the cash out, so to speak. But they're going to try to cash out for the most money they can, so they're not going to sell it, undercut it. They're just going to put it up for whatever the age puts it, so it would either stay stagnant or go down. They're trying right. to get money, but the thing is, if it's it's been steadily going up ever since January... And I think more people are coming back to the game. I mean, I think everyone's friend list has pretty much exploded with people coming back and playing the game over the last week or so. So it's a case of basic supply and demand. There's like, I mean, there's more people coming back, there's a higher demand, and there's a limited time frame. All ingredients for a perfect storm for people who have abundance amount of gold to make a big profit. If the age actually gets back up and working in time. And um, so, Cyber, what... Is there anything that surprised you or caught caught your attention that that you didn't think would? I'd say it's I'd say it's a lot of the uh, the little touches they've added that I hadn't been expecting, such as like even the animations to the health globes, giving you a visual cue as to where they where they really are, as opposed to them just appearing. And uh, of course, loving the new clans and communities feature. Yeah, speaking of which, absolutely. I I really 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 hope that the clan roster display or, or, or well, not clan roster, the community display. When, once a community grows over 100 members, only officers will show up in the in the roster tab. I really hope that gets addressed because that's just silly. That's still my biggest like critique so far patch 2.0.1 it's like oh can't see anybody and then pretty much your only option is to make everybody officers and that's not a good idea so if you want if you want to have the entire member list visible that's because you have so many friends nevik oh i know so many friends but scanline what 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 has caught you I mean, obviously you're playing soft course, so that's that's new. That that's kind of the <laughs> that's the most surprising thing that I'm sitting here in soft core playing it. Um, I think it's the uh, you know I, I've read a lot about the 2.0 patch. I didn't play it on the PTR, uh, so 
you know, I think what surprised me is just the fluidity of the gameplay and the the item progression has been really, really rewarding. Um, so yes, I kind of knew all the features that we were going in on um, and, and about to play, but uh, actually getting in the ground and playing it, that's been way more fun than I thought it would be. I thought I would just kind of be grinding through and waiting for ROS. It, 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 and I'm really enjoying this. I'm going to try to level as many characters I can to 60 before ROS comes out. And and also, the graphics are sharper. That's a nice little treat. And uh, uh, the, you know, just the, uh, the little effects that Cyber mentioned, I've, I've really enjoyed. Things seem to pop better there's 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 a lot more uh, uh interesting visual design and bridget what what has what has caught you off guard well i have to agree with the visual design first thing i noticed was the game felt much crisper and clearer when looking at it i like the boss battles even more because like for the butcher having an enrager timer just it kind of took me to surprise the first time I was doing it. I was like, oh, before I just whittle them down, take forever. Now I was like, oh wow, I actually have to do a bit more. And then I like the change to the Asmodan layer, where they have the big chain in the middle. That caught me off a few times because I didn't see the big fireball coming and to get me. And then we had to kind of fix that. So it kind of seems like it keeps me more on my toes. So I really liked it a bit more. And then the thing that caught me off guard was the leveling, because I took P Dog with me. I decided just for the fun of it. On the second night, we went into Torment 6, just outside of New Tristram. All we're doing is fighting the zombies in the first, yeah, like the very first ones you get as you go down the road. And it took me a while to kind of get one down, but every time I got one down, he would level up like two levels. And, you know, he went from 41, we got to 41 to 55 that first night. 54. Or 54, and all we were doing was just killing one or two zombies at a time. It It was really silly. Um, nice. So I really like that. And then I heard, of course, there's all these other um, ways people were getting levels really quickly, uh, you know, throughout different parts of the game. And I, I don't know, I just overall, I, it was caught me off guard to how much quicker, and even everyone else has been saying it, you're going from level to level. I mean, when I started, I had only reached Paragon 2, and now I'm up to like Paragon 28. Wow. And yeah, so I mean, I've just been having a great time doing it, and it really has surprised me with the leveling, and I've enjoyed it because I was like, okay, I want to do just a little bit more. Yeah, it's that, it's that, it's that um, reward mechanism. It it's definitely feels a lot more rewarding to play the game now. Here, here. So um, I, I can't quite recall if I've asked everybody. So if I haven't, um, go ahead and uh, if. If I skipped you, you know, speak up. And I got nothing. You got nothing other than you're just disappointed overall. I played the PTR, so it's like all my uh, glory was over there. It's like, oh my god, I get this. Oh my god, I got that. But after playing it for a while, it's like, eh, all right, wait till Ross. But the one thing that was just amazingly awesome when I played the PTR was I didn't have to pick up health potions. Yeah. That, that that's another small change they just automatically pick up now it it is kind of an annoyance once you do get a legendary potion though you're like I don't need potions anymore yeah potions are cool because you're 60% of your life now you know yeah the, 
potions are very, very helpful. And I just had a devil tongue drop. <sighs> no socket, though. No socket. I gotta say, though, there's one thing I noticed right now that I'm a little disappointed with. I have 13 friends online. 12 of them are playing Diablo 3, and only one is not. <laughs> He's playing WoW, and that was wait, wait, wait Papa a week, Kangaroo. Change. <laughs> Papa Kangaroo is playing WoW and not playing Diablo 3 like the rest of us. Come on. Well, he's already played through the game once. He's done. Oh, that's right. Game's all over at that point. <laughs> he 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 sees no he sees no point in playing the game any further. He'll he'll play Act Five once and he'll be done. Oh yeah. I'd be willing to bet that if he starts finding legendaries, he might start coming back to Sanctuary some more. Oh, we can hope. Chest. I hope so. Oh, where? Oh, you're on softcore. Hey, you, uh, does anybody on softcore want to try something out real quick? Like, yep. uh, someone, someone with level 60 come in my game, I'm going to leave the game, so hopefully it gets reset to 60, then I'll log back in, and then maybe I can get leveled up, boosted by the level 60 chest, and see if it gets switched like that. You can. I've done it. Okay, who's, who's free? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even know that I picked up a spear last night. That's funny. Anyways, so um, any final thoughts on patch 2.0.1? Anybody? Ninepad, any final thoughts? Um, I'm just going to be playing the heck out of it. I'm enjoying it. Love it. Can't wait for ROS to come out. And Cyber, any final thoughts? Uh, it's definitely gotten me more pumped for Reaper of Souls, not to mention... Um... Because of the rewards, I definitely feel... Uh, I, just, I love playing the game more now. It feels more rewarding. It's it's a great change. And Dread, any final thoughts? Um, I'm just happy that with everything going on, even though I still have my pet peeves and they will always be there, uh, how unrealistic some of them may be, the game is leaps and bounds better than where it was. It's headed... I think, in a stable right direction for once in its life over the last couple of years. But most of all, with all the changes, the game feels fun again. And that's a very important thing that I think has been overlooked for too long. That the game is just now fun and everything you do is just a happy little bonus as you play. And Scanline, any final thoughts? I'll be playing it uh, quite a bit. Um... And just looking forward to learning, uh, I mean, actually playing all the classes uh, and enjoying um, the rest of the game. You know, no more auction house, no more twinking out characters, and uh, just good leveling. So I'm going to enjoy that the next couple weeks. Awesome. And um, my final thoughts is uh, patch 2.0.1 has definitely surprised me in that... Um, I'm playing a lot more than I thought I would be. <laughs> and darn you, Blizzard, for dropping it on the same day that Lord of Destruction... Or Lord of Destruction... Lords of Shadow... Wait. Castlevania, Lords of Shadow. Yeah, 2. Lords of Shadow 2 came out. Um, yeah. I, I really want to play that, but... Um, Diablo is, you know... It's a mean mistress. You you always want to play it for some reason. So, um... And it feels incomplete. I, I can't wait for Reaper Souls. I, I miss my adventure mode. So, with that, 
Um, thank you, everybody, for listening to our community roundtable for patch 2.0.1. Uh, we will be more than likely holding a, another roundtable once Reaper of Souls is launched and uh, probably wait a good week or two to uh, hold that one just so that that we can all, you know, really dig our teeth into it. Awesome. All right. I think that's it. So um, I, I'm curious what Lantonio would would think of this. That is, who, if, who is that? Who's that? I don't know. He may be having difficulties. I think he might be on his phone. Be on his phone. I'm trying to get in, guys, but uh, we got another blizzard going on, so I don't know it's, if I'm going to be able to do it. It's, it's, it's <laughs> like phone, my phone's working for a minute right now, it looks like, but the home internet ain't working at all. How's it going, everybody? Back to you, Nevik. Whoa, good. <laughs> That, Great to hear you, Lance. Yeah, it keeps cutting in and out. Sorry, guys. I guess I'll have to do the next one if you can hear me. He yeah, sounds we like can a field agent. We can definitely hear you. It sounds like you're standing out in the blizzard. This has been a production of Dawn Forge. Copyright 2014. Find great podcasts and more at thedawnforge.com.